All right. So, uh, all right, guys. So this is our very first guest on the podcast, our one and only fan. So <laughs> I don't know who's going to listen to this episode. Oh, he's not going to listen to it on YouTube. That's for sure. I know. We reference you a lot, Blake. I'm not if you've yeah. been listening. I'm um, sorry. Are you giving me shit for not doing enough work for this podcast, Zach? <laughs> Zach I'm just you, saying. You, you literally just come writer. every Tuesday and just spew some shit into the mic and then leave the rest to us. And mainly, That's... like, Anthony does about 80% of it. Yeah, Jack Jack was like, hey, can you do my job for me this morning? <laughs> um, well, I, look, did ask, <laughs> I, I did ask you to, like, <laughs> start start keeping you know, those minds. Feeling out for 30-second clips just for, like, <laughs> Yeah, it's, I know. I just didn't do it for those two because I don't think we had started it then. Yeah, and it's not my fault. You guys don't like any of my ideas. Well, I it's do not about think... ideas at this point. It's about just following through. Maybe Zach, maybe you could take the initiative and just get the file from uh, Anthony and post it onto YouTube yourself. It's pretty pretty simple. That's no Zach can't do that. <laughs> not, he had his mic facing the wrong way. We've we've done twenty four episodes of this. <laughs> Anything they, with a computer, Zach is is quite hopeless. They've also yeah, told me I'm not allowed to post anything without going through them first because of the whole two thirds thing. No, what I suggested was we two thirds everything for a month until we find our brand voice because this is what I do for a living. Yeah, and I'm not saying that wasn't Itch. a bad idea. I'm just saying sometimes. Did I tell you guys today I saw a quail? Wow. Did I... where, where did you see a quail? You saw a damn was... quail? <laughs> On the west side of Los Angeles. Dude, no joke. After we went shopping today uh, yeah. at the, yeah, I'm driving home and I decided not to take Washington. I took Short Street and uh, there was a fucking quail in the middle of the road that I had to avoid hitting. And I pulled over and I took a picture of it. In, did you move it? No, I kind of walked on its own. I mean, it wasn't, it was alive. It wasn't dead. But dude, there was a quail in the middle of whatever city I live in, technically. Must have been in somebody's backyard. Backyard. Zach, or I think something. it's Los Angeles. You've lived in Los Angeles for 30 yeah, years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I still call it the marina, you know? It's still LA. Whatever. Look, as far as the girls I pick up on Hinge is concerned, I live in Venice or the marina. Welcome back to another episode of What Dad Podcast, bringing you the meeting after the meeting every week. Our mission, to bring you, the listeners, questionable entertainment and talk about whatever we want. I'm Anthony. I'm Zach. And I'm Jack. So, Blake. Yeah. Our mistakenly not one listener. <laughs> I listened to uh, to your last episode today. Actually. Oh, the Jeopardy one? No, the Jeopardy one's not out. Sorry. Yeah. The foot, the foot in in the mouth disease. Yes, yes. I only posted one of them. Which was it, it was disease? it was really interesting to listen to because uh, it was before the Dodgers had won the World Series. It was during the World Series. Oh yeah. And yeah. you were discussing how nervous you were about it, how you weren't going to watch a game or something like that. So it was really interesting to hear like how stressed you were about something that I <laughs> that ended up working out, which yeah. is just like a, a, a serious, serious parallel to how you act in most troubling situations. In that real you, life. That you, yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of familiar. Jack freaking out about the future. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but I do want to ask, you know, like since you, the three of us, what we have in common besides sobriety is that we have dead dads. Zach and no dads. hair. 
I, yes. My hair's still kind of here. Uh, yeah, so like, what's it like to have a dad? And hair. <laughs> and hair. And, and a just gorgeous <laughs> head of hair, Blake. Uh, you know, it's like it, it, it's it would be hard for me to to really give you because like the, what I imagined in my head is that I wouldn't know how to fully understand what it's like to have a dad unless I had lost one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in a weird way, like it means such a different thing once that person isn't there anymore. Um, so I don't have, and you know what, obviously it's a huge uh, tragic thing, but imagine if you could have the, uh, the foresight to understand that feeling and, and while still having that person in your life. But for me, uh, you know, my relationship with my dad is now very good and it's something that I uh, cherish, you know what I'm saying? Um, because I, for a long time, I was such a piece of shit that it wasn't. Uh, but, you know, it, it's like one of those things like I can, for me, my dad was not uh, around a lot when I was a kid. So um, because my parents split up and he was always working and he, he lived in another city. Um, so, you know, growing up, I definitely could see how, um, you know, my friend's dads that were like playing football with them and doing all this stuff uh it was you know super beneficial to them and something that i wanted you know what i mean and later on once um i cleaned my life up i was able to experience you know having a solid relationship with my dad but today it's really good yeah does that answer your question in order your top 10 favorite father's day traditions uh Number, number I, start with 10. Start with number 10. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think I can give you 10. Did uh, you look we don't have related questions. No, I just thought that was a funny question. <laughs> we don't because have... Father's Day to me is like, I, it's like a Saturday. Like, I don't even like it doesn't yeah. register. Like, I remember in middle school before it was before my dad died, but um, <laughs> in middle school, uh, they uh, my school had like grandparents' day hmm. and like. I was the youngest son of the youngest son. So by the time like my dad was like 40 when he had me. Um, and by the time I was like 10, all of my grandparents had like died. Hmm. And uh, it was like, the, I was the only kid that didn't have grandparents. So like, it was like the most <laughs> awkward day for me. Like everybody's grandparents came in and like, they had lunch with them. They had this whole banquet. And then I was just like chilling by myself in the cafeteria like it was awkward that's depressing man people were like yeah where are your grandparents i'm like oh yeah they're dead and i would so say it just like that <laughs> just to get their reaction out of them and they'd be like oh my god i'm so sorry i feel and like I more like, oh, kids sorry. i feel like it's more common than you'd think i'm surprised you were the only one but yeah, yeah. we didn't have i didn't we don't have uh we don't celebrate like Father's Day traditions, or so I, I wouldn't be able to give you a top three, much less a top ten. But uh, come on, you, you don't know. do dinner. Yeah, well, you know, when I think of tradition, I think like we do a specific thing. Uh, you don't, know, a specific don't all kids with dads year. do like some amazing <laughs> Father's Day yeah, celebration you, every year. Yeah, it's just like this wonderful, bountiful, emotional uh, gift that. Uh, every year like you throw the pigskin no. around he tells you how yeah. proud he is of you <laughs> right, right, right. 
right you wrestle with him and you realize that you could start you start getting the better hand and all yeah. these things it, it's a full circle no <laughs> you know even have a secret handshake yeah well for us like what we just we tend to like go you know take him out to dinner pre-covid or something like that uh and then i usually you know it's it, my dad's like one of those dudes that like no matter what kind of fucking present i give him it he's not going to use it and let the, the only, the only you know what's funny and you know what's funny anthony is the only thing that uh he has actually used and it's literally the only useful present i've ever given him is the fucking massage stick thing that, oh, that yeah. you showed me he's like and and my dad's very much just like in his own fucking world he's got you know he's always stressed out about something uh so like you know i usually if i give him a present something that's applicable or something he can use which is what i have to do nowadays to give him anything meaningful uh he you know i won't hear about it you know what i mean because he probably won't use it for like ever it'll end up in the garage or something like that because he's just so it just isn't that type of person but so blake uh, is that more of a thing your dad's just like kind of his own world or are you just a bad gift giver you like Johnny it could Rose. Be, it's it's both. I'm sure <laughs> okay. it's both. I don't Jack have the financial. He's a good gift giver. I don't I'm have the fi- <laughs> I don't have the financial fortitude to give him gifts that he truly will be excited about. But so I, you know, I give him the the this massage stick. And for anybody who's listening who isn't aware, it's like a you know think of a a, a two ed- or three foot stick that's in the shape of an S with all these nodules on it that you can it's like a hook on either side that you can really dig into your shoulders your back and and your neck and all these things right Sounds and so i awesome. give it to him i order i ordered it on amazon had go to, had it sent to his house and i actually ordered the better version because the one i got myself was made out of like plastic uh composite and was like cutting me while i was using it but um <laughs> so i give so you know yeah i sent him the the legit one and uh he you know he texts me I get a text like at 10 p.m. Got the got the present. Thanks. <laughs> and so and I'm like, okay, good. Well, hopefully you use it. And then I don't hear anything about it for two weeks, but I know he fucking use it because I go to his house uh, on Friday, last Friday, and he's like, man, it's like he couldn't fathom the concept of having something that's useful or, or the massaging stick that could could be used. In this. I had a I used that stick and it, it helped. I could really get in there. I'm like, yeah, dad, you know, that's why I fucking bought it for you. Uh, so he, uh, you know, that's, I don't know how we got on this, but um, yeah. So you I broke the tradition of giving him gifts he doesn't use. Correct. Yeah. Yes. What's up, Zach? All right. So I got one for you. So we started this podcast because, you know, in sobriety, there's a lot of things that help keep you sober, but while being sober there's there's got to be things that you like to do like hobbies fun things i like to go fishing and shooting and get tattoos and you know do things like podcasts with my friends what's something that in your sobriety uh you found as a healthy hobby or something you do for fun sure um for me i've i i very much live my life in like two separate worlds i have like the people that are in my life and my friends and my outside, my work life, uh, hanging out with friends and stuff like that. And then I have like this sacred, this is what has worked for me personally, but I have like the sacred world, which is just me 
by myself and and um the time i i i spend like alone uh just relaxing or, or doing whatever um so and, and i found that like having that you know it, it's i'm sure it's part of a character defect of isolation and and, and my uh, wanting to not deal with people, but I also find it's like extremely important for me to, um, you know, just be alone with my thoughts because I, for a long time, especially in early sobriety, it was just very much like what meeting am I going to, uh, twice a day, hanging out with like these group of young people is very much like a surface thing, like go, 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 keep myself distracted. Um, so nowadays, um, you know, I spend a lot of, I spend, well now, especially because of the pandemic i'm i spend time alone and i'm one of those people that isn't uncomfortable with that um so you know outside of that my hobbies are like watching the ufc with with friends or watching mixed martial arts with with friends um i used to surf a lot which i have this fucking dusty old surfboard in, in my room um that doesn't get used as much as it should um <laughs> And then, like while I'm while I'm at my house, while I'm by myself, I've like I just get into weird shit. So, like you guys know, I fucking uh, what kind of weird shit are you talking about there? <laughs> you think, the I, you know, <clears throat> yeah, I just randomly saw a YouTube video of this Japanese wooden skill toy called a kendama that I uh, saw on YouTube, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" So I ordered one, and then proceeded to spend the next six months to a year getting as good at it as I possibly <laughs> physically could. Uh, you know what I mean? To a point where I was like competing. Can you, with can you explain what a condom is? Sure. So it's, and I'm sure people have seen it before, especially if you're a fan of like no jumper or any of these. Uh, anyways, it's a, Great it's podcast. a, yeah, it's a stick with three cups on it, two on either side, like a cross almost. And then one cup at the bottom and then it has a spike uh, and it's attached to a string with a ball uh, and the ball has a hole. And the idea is to like pull the ball up and land it in the cups or spike the hole. Uh, and then there's a bunch of crazy shit that you can do with it. Uh, so, it, you know, that's one of them. And then like I randomly saw a YouTube video of someone, some professional yo-yo player that like was doing like these crazy yo-yo tricks. And like as most kids, I had a Duncan yo-yo when I was a kid. Uh, but never really got into it or anything like that. So at the age of 27, I decided to fucking buy a yo-yo uh, online. Yes. And then uh, in like anything that I do, whether it be, you know, drug use or fucking whatever, I if I'm interested in something, I take it to an unhealthy extreme. So I just spent another year getting as good at yo-yos as I possibly can to the point where, like, I'm pretty fucking good now. Uh, and it's weird you know what i mean like i haven't seen some family if i if i don't see family you know extended family for a little while like we just had thanksgiving i happened to bring a yo-yo thanksgiving and they're like dude what the fuck you know what i mean because they're like where how do you fucking learn that like each time they see me i've got some new fucking useless skill that i can fucking use it's amazing uh, are you that you can, cousin it, it's amazing yes. what you can do when you're not doing drugs exactly <laughs> And it's just an example of my extreme boredom and, and lack of social life. But um, yeah. What do you think so, is going to be next? Ooh, good I know. Uh, hopefully not something as expensive as you. Our friend Chuck picked up the recorder. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, and that's another thing. Like I, uh, 
I'm a drummer. I've I've been playing drums since I was four, uh, and so whenever, whenever, that. yeah, whenever I can, because we live in LA, it's extremely hard to have a drum set anywhere. Whenever I can, I'll go over to like, for instance, Keith. Uh, we'll just call him Keith. Our buddy Keith has a drum <laughs> set at his house, uh, and uh, you know, I used to go over all the time and play it whenever I could. Or back before the coronavirus, I'd go into Guitar Center. And just fucking play their drums as for as long as I could. Something I wish, I wish I had like lived in an area, or wish I had the finances to you know buy an electric drum set or something like that. Because that's a huge passion of mine. That's dope. That's cool. Yeah, I had no idea about the drums. That's uh, it's it's whatever it is, regardless of how quote useful it is. Like having something you can skill build with is really important, especially when you're not doing drugs anymore and you need something to fill the time, it's like having, it's like having something productive to build toward whatever shape that takes is really important. Yeah. And like, for me, why I love those two things, like for instance, yo-yos and Kendama is because I now have something I've now developed a skill that whenever I have free time or I don't ever really feel boredom. Like some people say like, Oh, I'm bored. I've never experienced that. It's such a weird thing to me. Um, But like, if I have time where I would be, you know, considered bored, I now have a skill and a thing that I can literally just have unlimited free entertainment with, you know what I mean? And, uh, but the main thing I think that it teaches why I think anybody, what was that? The TV what was, was really loud for a second. Oh. <laughs> My bad. Um, why I think like anybody who's sober or not sober should get get a hobby or something is because you learn Preach. how to how to suck at something, and then get better at it through hard work and you know determination. Just continuing to be consistent at trying to get better at something. I now know that if I see something crazy that I've never seen before, some sort of skill or hobby or whatever it is i now understand that if i take the time i can get as good or better than that other that you know than the person that i'm seeking doing it you know and that's useful in work in life and all these things you know i have a random question sure do you play chess i do yeah i wish i i wish i i knew what you told me like last week like do you should check out the queen's gambit yeah, and oh, I binged show. it in like twenty How amazing hours. is that? How amazing it was! Is it that was show? it was my favorite show of the year, hands down. I I didn't. I, that was nothing like what I thought it was going to be. I was in, originally Me, not interested. I was originally I was not, not interested in the show at all. And then multiple people told me how good it was. Um, and I just you know it was. I love playing chess, and I chess is like one of those things that I didn't grow up playing, but some in the past four or five years, I just like found a youtube video of people playing chess and i was just like okay i'm gonna learn how to play chess yeah so uh, after after watching queen's gambit i went and bought it like a, a seven dollar <laughs> really hat, chess let's slash play. checkers slash backgammon oh. <laughs> and <laughs> right and it's super cheap and i played kara uh and it was the first time i played chess since i was like 16 but after watching queen's gambit i'm like dude i'm an expert so um but you and lost to Kara. Doesn't explain chess at all, right? <laughs> yeah, did you win? Did you win or did you lose? I won. I won. Okay. But she, she I, almost that, beat me a few times. She got me a check a few times. And I was like, oh, that God. that 
that literally gives me a boner because I don't <laughs> know anybody that plays chess or like wants to play chess. Dude, I so, will totally like, play please. chess with you. I okay, cool. You'll probably beat me because like I'm not good. <laughs> I, I chess isn't on one of those this. things I. Yeah, okay, let's we Zach, should start a chess? fucking chess night. Yeah, I, I told you that earlier today when we were looking at a chess table. You I can you imagine play backgammon. I backgammon and chess, yes. And how's your to chess play... game, dude? I used to play chess when I was stoned, and I would figure out these elaborate like 12 move strategies that were gonna win me the match and by moving and then forget seven, halfway through. I was so high I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can see you being really good at chess. You, Anthony, you seem like the type of person that could be really good at it. Guys, I yeah. think I think we need to play chess together. We should have like a, a competition. Like Blake and I super go, down. and then Anthony and Zach. We, we could get we could get super into it and be like those people who can play chess without a board. Yeah, just oh, be like yeah. knight to g seven, and you'll in your mind be like, right, okay. Yeah, that's where they lose me in that show. <laughs> I mean, those Russians made chess look exciting. That's all I can say. Yeah, it's it's interesting how not about chess that show is. Yeah. Cool. So I can play chess without watching the show. Zach, you first off, you should watch the show. It's amazing. Yeah, you should. Really, Anthony? Wait, what what, what, what do you have against? I have not. Just I the did last start thing True Detective though. Hold on, Zach. What? I Anthony? said I have not seen the Queen's Queen's Gambit, but I did start True Detective. So oh, True Detective. Dude. Okay. Zach, Zach just Hold made on. a comment no, towards me. No. I'm sorry. We did. We're full stop. We're talking about True Detective really quick. Uh, Anthony. How far are you, and what did you think? Wait, I've literally seen detective? one episode, and I want to see the rest of them. Okay, dude, it's, it's so good. The, the first yeah, season, the first season is amazing. Second okay. season is pretty cool. I haven't seen the third. It's about a true really detective. Zach, it's too cerebral for you. Okay, first it's, off, it's on. It's on. I don't know how to spell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know what it is either. Uh, it's on HBO. <laughs> it's on HBO Max, uh, and it's. The main characters are, are Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson, uh, and it's about these two detectives in you know the Midwest or the middle of nowhere. Oh, they're really they're like in the deep Louisiana. south, Louisiana. Yeah. How okay. many seasons are there? There's, there's three. Each season's three, different, though. Correct, with a different cast and a different story. But the first season in particular, it's just very dark. It's very uh, serious and kind of psychological thriller-ish. It's just my type of shit. You know, and it's you really, suggested really good. this to Anthony. I've been trying to get Anthony to watch this. For Dude, really? Over Dude, a year. I totally would have jumped on board with that. He was always willing, but he just never made the jump, you know. But mm-hmm. like oh, he'll, he'll understand seasons back on Archer. I, I caught up on Archer. That was why I hadn't. <laughs> OK, you yes. cannot compare Archer to True Detective. They're no, completely I was just, different leagues. Was one teaches Anthony... Zach about life. The other one is True Detective. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair. Right, I might be willing to get down on True Detective. I'm just. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the last thing that Jack suggested was awful. Okay, I, well, I listen, suggested I, it to Chuck, not you, because I knew you'd hate it because you hate anything good in this world. That's and I don't, true, I don't though. suggest, I don't suggest bad shows. You what, just heard Blake's two people. Last I, was awesome. well, I suggested what, what, Akira to awful. Chuck. <laughs> awful. Zach decided Akira. to sit down and watch it, and just hates anything that's like well made. I mean, your, your favorite your favorite movie is the Zohan movie, whatever the fuck that thing is. Greatest called. movie of all time. <laughs> oh Greatest movie of all time. You, you've you lost all argument when you say your favorite movie is the Zohan movie. Yeah, you really have. If but. you know me and you like comedy and you're Jewish and Adam Sandler is a saint, you say one bad word about him, we're going to have problems. Uh, Adam Sandler is about awesome. as mediocre as The Mandalorian. Uh, that's not true. Uh, but 
there's no i have no problem with saying the zohan is an uh, entertaining movie and like that's kind of how i feel about most comedies like Step Brothers is one of my favorite yeah, comedies yeah. it's great but to say it's the i almost feel like you can't put comedy in the best movie of all time <laughs> category you know what i mean Look, it's a, it's a comfort movie for sure you know what sure. I mean? yeah, that, so that is toy sense. story it's like watching elf at christmas all right yeah, or right. eight crazy nights at Die Hard, the greatest Christmas movie ever made. Exactly. Yes. So it's more nostalgic than anything. I don't know. You know, I apologize. Uh, I cut voice. Zach off. I cut Zach off of when he was saying something to Jack. So if you remember what you guys were ta- about to talk about, feel free. Oh no, he was just gonna hate Jack on me well. for re- suggesting yeah. a movie to his roommate that he no. decided on his own free will he would watch with him. Got it. it has nothing to do with me. Like, have you seen that movie? <clears throat> what? Akira. Hold on, I believe I have. I just some bad. Sometimes bad with names. No, okay. So nineteen eighty. Describe it. Anime. The the yeah. Oh yes. Okay. So I thought that's what you're talking about, but I'm like Jack wouldn't recommend an anime from nineteen eighty. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it's a fucking one of, amazing. One of, one of, it's just an O. It's just OG. Like I can understand how if you just randomly watch that, you'd be like, "What am I watching?" Because it, it's <laughs> outdated. In it's outdated. There's no way it's out. It's still. It's so much better I'm, anime than. You didn't there. let me finish. You didn't let me finish. The <laughs> anime. The animation is outdated from a perspective of like if you've seen like recent anime, it's not going to look anything True. like. It looks like an '80s anime. Yeah. But the True. soundtrack. And the storyline is is really really good. Granted, I only watched the first like twenty minutes before I had yeah. to turn it off. Um, I just I'm not a fan of anime. You know, I'm gonna watch some cartoons. That's too bad. Be, you know, Rick and Morty, Archer. Archer. Honestly, yeah. like I I was never into anime growing up, but in the past four or five years, someone like you know I like watched Naruto. Um, and you know the big like anime that most people are aware of uh and was like immediately fell in love with it and there's some of my favorite shows that are are anime. really i've actually yeah. never seen never two really Such oh my god person. dude dude it's it's so awesome <laughs> it's like all it's about wait, fucking, wait so you call blake a complex interesting person for watching anime and you just call me a nerd yeah. <laughs> okay. I see. I see where this <laughs> he's got bias. It's a, uh, you know, and I highly recommend. I don't know how many people listen to your podcast, and I hope that it's in hundreds. I thought it was one. Turns out zero. <laughs> he's joking. But, it's uh, like, you know, Naruto. Is at least me. Naruto is a is. <laughs> what was it? Oh, you 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 froze. You said Naruto is at least. <laughs> it just went silent. <laughs> I froze. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not good. You said Naruto is at uh, least okay. If it, hold on, I'm gonna have to restart my internet because my connection's going in and out. All right, we'll okay. still be here. We'll carry on. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Naruto. Let me just give a short summary to Jack because you need to watch this. I know it's about ninjas or something. Well, just imagine this: like it's it's in a world where you can literally train and get like ninja powers that like can do a bunch of really cool shit. And like, everybody's like, what I like about Naruto is there's like, you know, it's like a heartwarming type of thing, but there's like a lot of really dark uh, shit in in Naruto and it's, 
extremely interesting. I would highly recommend it. Have do you watch anime? Yes, I've watched. Uh, watch? I'm very selective with anime. Like ninety five percent anime, I'm just like that's crap. Give me. So your... I'm gonna nerd out real quick, and then we're gonna sure. move on because I can hear Zach's boredom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go for it, nerd out. Uh, all right. So I would say Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Uh, really a great one. Um, I could never get through it. Zoids, obviously. Uh, so, so, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not an brother. You gotta get through like the first 10 episodes because they, they, long story short, okay. the, um, it's like the second anime of it because the first, anime, yeah, yeah, that was also like Dragon confusing. Ball and Dragon Ball Z, right? Uh, you can probably skip those. Uh, <laughs> God, I'm really selective, yeah, <laughs> and yet you um, watch nothing but anime in quarantine, me. Yeah, I think you were saying that. No, I watch nothing about cartoons and cartoons. Got it. Though I've heard yeah, one so thing, far. Man. What's your other favorites? I'm trying to think. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, of course. Mm. Um, what else was really good? Like I'm really selective with it. Uh, Parasite was interesting. Parasite uh, was amazing. One of my favorites. Monsters, interesting. You ever see a Kame got kill? No, that uh, great one on Netflix. Future Diary. Okay, so you seem to be more more of an anime fan than me. So <laughs> yeah. Okay, for, like for, said, sake, for in, Zach's get... sake, we're gonna we're gonna move forward <laughs> okay. with the conversation. I want to sure. I want to <laughs> punt it over to Anthony. Anthony, what is your dad question for Blake? Oh, are we supposed to have a dad question for no, Blake? No, I'm just uh, I'm just going oh. back to the dad questions. I was wondering if we had a sobriety question for us. Oh, I think we've been trickling in sobriety here and there. Okay, eh, sobriety adjacent. No, I mean I I. Yeah, I didn't really have a dad question for Blake because because of the three of us, I had the dad for the longest. How old were yeah. you when he passed? Twenty. Nice flex. Oh wow, that yeah. that. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I, I what do you? Let me ask you guys a question. Zach, how old were you when your dad passed? Which one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so I've had my dad and my stepdad pass away. I'm referring so to your my, dad. So my dad was. Um, when I was nine months old, a uh, armed robber came into the house and shot him in front of me and my mom. And then, listen, dude, I wasn't dad... asking for the whole story, dude. I was just asking <laughs> when. I'm just kidding. All right. So when I was sorry, that was a tricky one. I was uh, I wasn't sure if that was going to bring the whole group down, Zach. <laughs> uh, so nine months, my dad got shot, and then when I was eleven, my stepdad died in a plane crash. Jesus. Okay. Uh, and then <laughs> you the reaction. You Jack? How old are you? I was I was sixteen. So I guess my question real quick, uh, and I apologize, Anthony, for cutting you off. Uh, what do you do? You, do you guys think it's what do you think is less difficult to lose? And I understand that it's all difficult, but do you think it's and I hate to use the word better. Blake, Blake, but I'm going to stop you right a, there. Give you, what on. age? Hold on. You, would you? OK, you, you well, can just say dad, dad. Question. We have a podcast about cold. No, I'm not. Dad podcast. I'm just you can trying be, to figure out how to word it. You don't it. need to pussyfoot around it. it just OK, I think he's trying to say what, what age, what age, you think what age Yeah. What age is the best age to lose your dad? Like like Anthony said, you know, when he was 20 and then you and you're nine months and then 11 uh, and then what do you say? 13, Jack? 16. 16 so i i would imagine that like it would be difficult to grow up you know having known your dad for a little bit and then lose him in formative ages but i feel like 
I put myself when I think of 20, I think of putting myself in that age right now, or just like even at 27, having known my dad as an adult, I feel like it would be devastating to me more so now. But, you know, I guess that's my question is, what do you think on that? What do you think about that? Well, sort of to this point, I have a fairly realistic understanding of my relationship with my dad. And Zach think his, thinks his dad can do no wrong whatsoever. Right. And it'd be sort of because he was so young. Because he was so young. Right. And, and yeah. so, so you and saw I, him I, as a I had he, both. Yeah. And you saw you saw him as a human being rather right. than like this iconic figure. I mean, I think to answer your question, it sort of depends on the relationship you had sure, with your dad. That's true. Um, but like for me, and I, I have spent a fair amount of time on, on the podcast, but like I didn't have a great relationship with my dad until I got sober. And then he died when I had nine months. And so it was wow. like, it was like if he had died before I had gotten sober, I would probably feel a lot differently about our relationship than him dying when he did, because I had a lot of stuff I worked through on my end to be able to be there at the end with him. And that has definitely like, I feel like some of the resentments that I had from growing up and having had him in my life and having had the relationship we had might not have gotten resolved if I hadn't gotten sober when I did. And right. so, you know, for me, it's like, I'm, I'm grateful that he was around for as long as he was, if only because the relationship had a chance to go from, my dad's my hero to I have issues with my dad to my dad as a human being. And I respect and love him for who he was, even if that wasn't always perfect. Mm. Um, if only because he was around for as long as he was. Right. It's really interesting. What about you, Jack? Um, <clears throat> I mean, again, I was, I was kind of both like I, I was 16 when he died and like I had, um, a very idolized uh, image of my father for, for many years. And it was like slowly chipped away at over time. And it wasn't until I got sober at 22 that like, it started to get chipped away. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It, it, it's, it's really difficult to like, I, I think a lot of, I think a lot of most men have this where they like start to realize the, the humanity of their dad, the flaws of their father. Um, the shortcomings of him. <laughs> as Zach shakes his head. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I had like, it, it took a lot of four steps to like kind of like break down. Like, you know, my dad wasn't perfect. I realized to like uh, to accept the fact that I had resentments at my dad. Sure, you know, and that that was difficult because I felt guilty. Right. I was like, well, he's dead. Was a matter. Um, and my sponsor was just like, hey man, you gotta write it down. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. just write it down. Um, so interesting. And, you know, when it, when it, like the big one for me was like, was like dating. Like my dad, like was just thought it was the biggest joke in the world. Like at least that's what my perception was as a kid growing up. What do you mean and, by that? You know, it was just like, he just found the whole idea like funny and humorous. And like, I was a really sensitive kid and, you know, I like took anything he taught, like anything it came to like dating like if he if he made a joke about it like i i like internalized that and i was like mm. I, I i'm not good and you know it's just you know yeah. i think it 
I, I can't blame my dad for like laughing at me for like wanting to date a girl at like 14, you know, like I would probably chuckle too if I had a son at 14. He's like, I'm interested in this girl. And I'd be like, oh, that's awesome. Right. Um, but I was just oh, a well, loser. Yeah. No, my dad never just flat out said, you're such a loser, son. Uh, I just, it was super sensitive and, and I've talked to my brother about it. who's older and he was like, yeah, you know, he wasn't the, he wasn't the best at like supporting me either when that came to that stuff. Uh, maybe he just didn't know how to talk about it. I, I, right. And like, but I, I like, I had like, I remember therapists and like group therapists, like really kind of hone in on that. And we're like, Whoa, sure. what do you mean? And I was like, no, it's perfect. Yeah. And, uh, over time it just took me like, you know, even now, you know, it's like, uh, you know, his anniversary passing was two days ago. Mm. Uh, and Kara just realized it and totally forgot. <laughs> well, you know what she remembered? Because John Lennon died today. And isn't that what your mom does? No, no, no. My, my, one of my best friends from high school. <laughs> yeah. He calls me every December 8th. And he's like, hey, man, I'm just thinking about your dad. And I was like, yeah, so am I. But like two days ago. <laughs> he, he, actually, he actually texted me on the right day this year. So it was the first time in a while. Nice. Progress. Yeah. Um, Is Kara in the room with you? Yeah, she's. Can I can I see her? Cause yeah, pop up, I know yeah. you said we met like years ago, and I really want to. Yeah, just pop up like a guy. Hi. <laughs> I that's not gonna work. Tell her to come over here. Hi, Kara. How's it going? She can't. Oh, okay. Tell her I said hi. Oh gosh. She's on the podcast now. Uh oh. She's made her appearance. Hi, Kara. How's it going? Before. Can you can you hear? Nope. <laughs> it's all good, Jack. Uh, just I right. just don't I make try, it more, don't make it more awkward than it needs to be. <laughs> T- just tell her I said hello. Blake says hello. Sorry, right. Kara still hates me. You guys have totally met. <laughs> yes, I'm really yes. Does she not remember either? No. Apparently, apparently See, I, I, tell, I, I, I don't remember either. There. Just t- just tell her that I I don't remember he either. Remember so either. don't feel. Yeah, but I wasn't saying. Okay, that sounds yeah. like a dick. <laughs> anyway, like, yeah, well, I, I was I was talking about something. I don't remember. Um, but like as as time goes on, it's like it's like I re- like as I get older, like <clears throat> so. Today's December eighth. John Lennon's uh, day. He died. Um, my dad was a huge Beatles fan, huge John Lennon fan, and like he told me this story. You know, I was thinking about this today. It's like he told me the story of when he lived in New York City. Um, and he died in 1980 and that made my dad 30 and like my dad's age around, I was like a year off. And, uh, my dad was saying, you know, he's like, he's like, you know, I was working at a bar, um, and news came on and everyone like got really quiet. Everyone finished a drink and left. And I was like, I've told that story so many times over the years. And now I'm like almost 30 and I'm thinking to myself, my dad was still working at a bar at 30. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Like I, I, I kind of hate saying that, but I'm like, oh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, you know, how old are you? 29. <laughs> and well, I don't, you know. don't want to like be a dick, but like I, I'm a certified counselor. I own business. I'm about to open another business. And like, I just was like, Oh, <laughs> well, I think well, Zach's parents... 30 and unemployed. So, yeah, hey, there you go. Technically, <laughs> I'm a business owner. Technically, soon to be. 
Well, you and, know, I don't think your parents probably took the most orthodox route. I do remember you saying that you grew up in the Caribbean. So yeah, that's true. You know, maybe they're just different different people. But maybe, maybe uh, I'm just a dick. I don't know. It, I guess what what do you what's your answer to the question, Zach? Um, is it better to not have known than to known and known and lost? Is it better to never have known than known at all? <laughs> I think dealing the known with the and loss, lost. I've, I kind of only grew up with knowing that I didn't have one. Um, but you know, I'm not. Um, I know my dad has flaws, but in my eyes, he'll always be this great person you know right even though he had his own flaws um but you know the only way that i knew what a father was was watching other people and so that part's real shitty yeah yeah all right great (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember i i totally cut anthony off he was like you know my dad anthony starts a sentence you know my dad died at when i was 20 and then i'm like oh one second so you happen to remember what you were going to say, Anthony? No, I mean, I think I said it when I answered the, okay. the question at large. Yeah, because I, I don't remember what I was going to say. So we're just going to say I already said it. All right, my bad. <laughs> no, it's all good. All right. So what's going on in your world, Anthony? We're kind of quiet tonight, so. um, I mean, I hurt myself exercising. Big surprise um doing what what would you do i just i i i I pushed myself too hard weightlifting and i hurt my forearm i just strained a muscle i uh i have a genetic condition that makes me predisposed to soft tissue injuries and every time i have a soft tissue injury i i forget yeah it's also the reason i've dislocated my shoulder 18 times Um, uh, working out with the shake weight or something like that something like that yeah yeah um you know, just holding it up near my face for too long. Zach Ooh, really thinks yeah. he's clever with that. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's hilarious. Zach's hilarious. So I, I, I had to like, I'm just bummed about that. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting. It's quarantine. It's what like four or five weeks now. It's getting a little bit ugly. Um, you know. So, but it's also because you, you, you self quarantined again, right? I did, yeah. Like two weeks before they made it mandatory or mandatory, however the hell they're gonna enforce it's, that. It's not that mandatory. <laughs> All right, I got a question for you cat owners, because I get two thirds on this. What have you guys ever thought of making like a maze for the cats? They would just jump over it. Yeah. Zach's Zach's pivots are some of the most <laughs> <laughs> I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah, well, he does love like the word that. non sequitur, so yeah, I do. Yeah, it's pretty flagsies. No, but what but what one of my cats does is when either Mir Kirsten are wearing pajama pants, um, he thinks it's like he sees the material and is like, Oh, that kind of looks like the stuff I normally scratch. Let me claw at right. that. And uh, and the the claws just poke right through those soft pajama pants. Just do this big stretch and claw into it, and then run away when we scream. And then you football punt him across the room. Yes, he is (laughs) too large and oblong. I would break my foot. (laughs) Wait, Zach, aren't you? What's up? Nothing. Uh, Zach, aren't you about to live with two cats? I I am about to live with two cats. What do you mean? In that, okay, so our overnight, um, 
so I'm going to be living out the sober living for like the first six months ish. And the overnight has two cats. So we're going to have two cats in the office in our sober living. And here's what I love about that situation because I don't hate cats. And I want to make that clear, Jack. Um, no, you, you, you I don't treated Bucky cats. with the utmost respect. Yeah. I mean, for a three-legged cat, yeah. um, but, but you know, uh, cats are fine. I just don't like cats are so much cooler when you're not the one picking up their shit. Yeah. You Would you I mean? say the same with dogs and children? No, I don't mind picking up dog shit. Okay. So here, here's I mean, the I'm thing. Here's, I've heard you fun, make this argument but... before and here's, here's the major flaw with a cat. You have a scooper, right? So you just scoop it and throw it in a bag. With yeah, with a there's... dog, you put a bag around your hand <laughs> and then grab something warm and slimy I... and then pull well... it through and then have to tie it and then carry it with you while you walk. Like just that's gross, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, or that. I could never yeah, love but a for cat so... the way I've loved a dog. For some reason, cat poop just stinks like such a specific type of way. It's the ammonia in the pee. Right. It's all in the yeah. same thing. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, you get immune to it quick. <laughs> I I own and have owned neither a dog nor a cat. This Ever? is another, you know, talk about you want to talk about uh dads and your parents fucking up. Uh I argue that I might not have ever been a drug addict and I'm trying to whisper because I'm living in an apartment with roommates. They don't I, know you're a drug addict? Wait, do they really not think, know? They're older Brazilian people. Okay. It's not <laughs> something I put on. Is amazing. It's not something I put on put it on my application. But I don't think I would be the person I am today if I was just given a companion in the form of a dog when I was a kid, like every other fucking kid that I didn't I have a dog either, and I became a drug addict. So exactly, Wait, this I the, had a dog. The, you have siblings? the log the logic tracks. <laughs> my sibling Wait, also also. <laughs> Wait, Zach, did you grow up with a dog? Yeah. Who? Well, you, but you were fucked from the beginning. You have other problems. <laughs> I, the dog, I the dog, dog doesn't fit. The, was... the dog doesn't <laughs> fix the issues. The dog prevents issues from occurring. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, is your parenting style just go back here? Just give him a dog. He'll be fine. Correct. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, for me, like not having either had, a, you know, we had like an outside cat that like ate food at our house type of thing. But like, I think like cats are cool. Because they are very low maintenance and you can kind of just let they do their own thing. They they're very much like us, you know, on their own. You don't have to like watch them all the time. But in this and dogs are very I feel like dogs can be very uh, a lot to, to deal with. And, and you have to like watch them and like be careful. And I don't know. But for me, I feel like I don't think I could feel companionship toward a cat. But I do think I could like have a dog best friend type of thing like a you know a big yeah. golden retriever cats are more roommates than right anything. I and i and, and, and i have a pretty strong bond that's what you think but i thoroughly believe that if you were to die and start decomposing in your house he would be eating you yeah i'm sure yeah. dogs would do the same thing too. no they yes. wouldn't yes they, they fucking would. lay there they get cry. hungry they get hungry enough and then they eat you so my favorite I'm not memory saying growing they're up to eat in the house. I'm saying the cat food is there as well. <laughs> Are you gonna pivot again? <laughs> no, I was gonna <laughs> So my favorite thing about the Zohan. Right. <laughs> greatest movie of all time. No, so like one of my favorite memories growing up was 
I remember um, what sixth grade, I would hide my bong in the back of the property and I put like a little outdoor table there. And my favorite memory was after school, I'd go to the back corner of my mom's property and I'd smoke weed and the dog would come kick it there with me. And we would just like smoke weed together and like I'd blow it in the dog's face and he'd try and like bite the smoke and then like I'd feed him water and think it's hilarious and you know feed him human food because that was our time and that was one of my favorite memories growing up so a dog Ooh, wouldn't so funny, a dog wouldn't have prevented, thanks for that Zach a dog wouldn't have prevented you from being an addict Blake but he would have given you someone to do drugs with I think <laughs> yes <story>. yes <laughs> no but you know what I'm saying like I think like I just it's just an example of like there are a few examples of things growing up that I was like could clearly see other kids had and uh I'm like why can't I have that you know so anyways yeah I'm, I've never had a dog and I've been trying to get one and it's been fucking hard yeah so think- what's the deal I you when the last one was over at your place you guys were talking about adopting a dog right yeah, and, and you've got to, I don't know, I filled out like 15 applications and never heard back from any of them. I thought my I just, cousin was helping you out. She's been helping me get dogs to apply to, but then I have to go through and do the application. How do you have to apply to get a dog? How is it that hard to get a dog? I think it's only this hard because of COVID, because normally you could just go. And I'm, assu- and I'm assuming you, you're trying to get a puppy? No, we're just trying puppies to get a dog that goes with cat. With puppies cats. are easy, Jack? I puppies thought puppies are, easy are... To get not not easy. <laughs> oh no! I you think they're easy to get? I feel like puppies are hard puppies, to get. But they're yeah, more expensive. Go in and you just take them. Yeah, right. <laughs> just go no, and take them. It's the eight-year-old dogs that nobody wants. They're yeah. sure. Yeah. Though that's well, the old yellers, dude. Easy. They don't want them. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it'd be really easy to go to a shelter and just pick out some random dog that nobody wants and take it home like that. But oh. I'm assuming. Are you trying to get something very specific? We're just trying to get something good with with cats. Got it. What breeds do that? Do are good with cats. I don't remember off Pitbulls, the top of my head, but Dobermans. Gold- uh, but I know I know golden oh, retrievers are. They are. We are also trying to avoid something that sheds too much if we can, because uh, we're get a, a labradoodle. Have... Yeah, those are those are hard to get. Like the yeah. poodle mixes, kind of designer dogs, but but between the cats. And uh, well, I don't have any hair, but there's enough hair in the house already. Do you shave your pubes enough. too? No, what? I, can, I can neither confirm okay. nor deny. <laughs> That's a yes. Uh, oh, by I mean, the way, Zach. This conversation alone, yes. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> the the controller you gave me, the mobile controller you gave me, doesn't work for uh, like the latest version of iOS. Really? I was really, I was really disappointed. Yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry. So you're just going to have to give me another one, man. If you're going to give a gift, it's got to work, okay? So <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, That's gift of... giving 101, dude. Yeah, dude. Hey, that was more re-gifting than anything. Yeah, no, um, I know. I'm just kidding. I was really stoked about it, but it ended up, it's it's all good. Um, Literally the next day after you gave me that yo-yo, I got I got it down twice. The whatever it's called, breaching or whatever. Something. The binding. Yeah. Binding. And um, I haven't picked it up since, but I got oh, it that's twice disappointing. in a row. Dude, that's disappointing to hear. Why? I'm I happy think I got that, it down. Well, I'm happy that you got it, but I'm bummed that you haven't touched it again. It's been like two days. You don't have you don't have the gene, man. You don't have the uh, obsessed gene. 
the no, yo- I mean, the, the it's yo-yo yeah, correct. No, you do stuff that you you find interesting. You know what I mean? Like I'll definitely pick it up and play with it again. You're trying to tell me like, that it's not interesting to you. I get it. I, I'm taking that's the hint. not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying there's other things like like cooking that I like to put my energy into. Yeah, and I've got to say, just for the record, Zach's cooking skills are unbelievable. I still think. I mean, I really do believe that this. He made uh, me some uh, a piece of salmon with white rice uh and these like vegetables these oven baked vegetables uh with like parmesan cheese on top that were so good dude that i i am craving it still <laughs> like it's my favorite dish i'm i'm one of those people that will eat the same thing over and over again until i hate it so i'm gonna ask you to make that again yeah so i wanted to make a different type of salmon a honey mustard parmesan crusted salmon Ooh. That sounds amazing. Chuck was like, nah, dude, let's just do the same thing. Right. Yeah, it's hard to deviate once you know something's good. Yeah. But anyways. On a side note, I need Ezekiel Elliott to score like eight more points. (laughs) Can we we pray to the fantasy football gods right now? Dude, I won by less than one point. Yeah, Zach's close game game has been on point for much of the season except for the rematch. Like I, I just need a touchdown. Thirds. Like that's two it. thirds. Touchdown's only four points, my guy, unless he runs uh, for like you know X amount of yards. God Jesus Zach. How are you gonna how, how do you have a better record than I do? A rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown are six points. A passing touchdown is four points. Elliot is a running back. Yes. He's only the highest paid running back in the NFL. Idiot. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that. So <laughs> I have a worse record than both of them. But see, he yep. listen, listen pay the great, big bucks to know that stuff. The, the great minds never get any slack with these type of things, dude. It's always the dolts that win. <laughs> what was it? I heard somebody say it was like the A in law school, the A students become law professors, the B students become judges, and the C students become rich lawyers. That's how I do it. That's, That's hilarious. Like that. Yeah. Well, it applies. Speaking of it, okay, so like I as you guys know, I just I just got into grad school. And like nerd. Zach, for someone who barely got everyone else to do their homework for them in high school and kind of had a passing, like you 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 completed your grades, I guess, to like walk across the stage for high school. Um technically, yes. <laughs> Anyways, one thing I'm like really not looking forward to is having grades again. So like the mm. school I ended at up for my uh, bachelor's degree, they were just like, yeah, we don't give a shit about grades. We don't have grades. It's like you get a review at the end of the term. And like Ooh. that was awesome. That took off so yeah. much pressure to like be like the fucking best. I was like more motivated to do work. And I was sitting down with my advisor the other week and they're like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, you're going to have to like maintain the gpa get all these great i was like what does does your gpa matter though no like oh that's the thing it's like you know i'm gonna be working full-time and being in school and it's gonna be like look professor look i'm here because i'm trying to get ahead in my field of practice field of study i'm not here to get a fucking a in your class okay like if you think that you're that's the attitude they want to hear i know that's gonna piss them off dude like like, i have have to tell them uh no, no of course not i don't I, and i could GPA, go to them 
don't know. That's the... like you you need like a C GPA, which is like two five two, right, three dude. or something like that. So just I think it's fail. a two. I think it's a two. Oh, I mean, my last GPA at LME was a zero point zero zero, but. Uh, well, I'm sure you could do better than that now. So yeah, I, I I think not drinking is worth two whole points. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell all my I, professors that. You know, I was such a piece of shit between the ages of 15 and 18. Yeah. That I really think that I would do better in high school now than I did that. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, sure. I didn't try. I just had, I just, you know, That's manipulated people into doing things for me instead of trying myself. I think that's kind of how you got this podcast started, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's your idea, how but somebody so? else does all the work. We were like, I have a podcast. Let me ask two people if they want to do it. And then Anthony became the editor. I became the producer. I got all the equipment. I I set up the equipment. Anthony does all the editing. And you just show up and you, you, you have that golden voice, Zach. This might be foreshadowing for your future endeavors. That's actually no, Zach and I split. We're pretty split on duty. So yeah. If anything on that one, I will be there more hands-on than Jack will. Yeah, that's that's hundred percent true. Yeah. Because he will be living there. Only technically. So are you gonna be able to like leave on the weekends? Yeah, I'm keeping my apartment for now. And we're still gonna be able to do UFCs. Yes. Ish. I'm sure we can I mean, just get might, crew chief to do. There, but yeah, <laughs> we can just have crew chief do it. He's just his day. He's like, you do Saturday night. All right, let's go. Yeah, dude. Did the you ever figure out how to pronounce Saturday his name? Because no, know. it's it's going to be crew chief forever. Does he know that? I think I told him in passing. You told him in passing. That his name's now crew chief. Yep. So, so my question is, I'm going to do a Zach. I'm going to pull Zach. Uh, our we watching the UFC this weekend, and Jack and Anthony, are you coming? I, Anthony, I probably already can guess the answer. Jack, yeah, I'm thinking I'm about leaving. Yeah, I'm not ready yet. Uh, I tried. Well, how about uh, this? Yeah, I, I would. I would be down. If the Rams okay, make good. the Super Bowl, then I'll really have to start thinking about it. Whoa, 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 Blake! <laughs> well, have, dude, ever I since mean, we watched the Conor McGregor and uh, fucking don't tell Donald me his name, the Khabib fight. Oh. The re the rewatch of it, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, like I was just so intrigued by that whole. Like for someone who doesn't know anything about the sport, I find that story fascinating. Dude, there's like, a I documentary. You the last three weeks in a row. You like asked you once and you're down. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how. Yeah, Blake and I go farther back than you do. Right? I have more pull. Wow, <laughs> wow, that's all I have uh, to say. Uh, so there's, you know, if you're really interested, there is a, like a short documentary on YouTube called send location. Okay. Uh, that's, that's, it's a whole document, you know, short documentary about that time leading up to, and during, and then after the Conor McGregor Khabib fight, but it's from the perspective of Khabib, which is really interesting. The reason it's called send location is because, after before they fought Conor McGregor, there was that incident where he found out what bus Khabib and other fighters were were in, and he like went to Madison Square Garden with a bunch of his cronies, and he like rushed the bus and threw a dolly through the bus window. You may not remember this; you may not be aware of it, but it happened. Oh, and it, yeah, and it Is was it a actually, short documentary. Yeah. It's like an hour what? and 42 minutes long, dude. 
Is it an hour and 42? Yeah. I thought it was like an hour. Okay, yeah. it's a documentary. And yeah, it's a uh, documentary, dude. It's really high quality, but, you know, of course, they didn't let Khabib off the bus. It was like Con- Conor McGregor was like, come fight me here in this fucking parking lot. You know, just really just showboating and trying to be a badass. But, you know, he, Khabib had UFC security on the bus, so they weren't letting him leave. So uh, there's this, like, famous line, famous interview that Khabib did directly after. And, like, Conor McGregor subsequently was, like, arrested for a day. And there was the first interview Khabib did. He could see it ju- the incident had just happened, and he was, like, so pissed off because, you know, he, someone challenged his – Dagestani manhood and like that doesn't fucking fly and uh, he like looks at the camera he's like why you come and throw Dolly at bus why not send me location send me and he's like looking right at the camera and he's like send me location I come to you and like it, like just Such like I'll I'll come kill you type of thing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I feel like, so, this, like if you were I not sh- Conor McGregor, like that's like the scariest thing to hear from somebody like. Oh him. my god! From like a Russian who like doesn't know English, he's just like, "Tell me where you are." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> send me location. Like, send me location. I I have a I have a question for for Blake. Yeah. Finally, so it's about dads. No, it's about sports. Oh, okay. And I've, I've always been kind of curious. So sure. you generally don't like sports, correct? For the, I, I don't, I do like, so I don't like watching sports. Okay. For instance, I don't have, a, I don't like football. I don't understand. I don't find any yeah. enjoyment out of watching football. And yeah, baseball, it's, pretty, it's pretty mediocre. Baseball, I'm not a huge fan of watching baseball, but I Baseball's love cool. like a baseball game. You know gotcha. what I mean? But I, Okay. I just it it fascinates me. It's like the one sport you seem to be into is UFC, and you yeah. know it like I know football. And I would just yeah, you know, you know, know like I know baseball. Like, so like, <laughs> I really don't like sports, but the one you like, you love. Yes. So how- actually, I think you know more about UFC than I know more about baseball. I'm just gonna throw that out there because you knew like Possible. every fighter, their backstory, what their records were, who they fought. Like from five years ago, what, what where they are from? I was like, what the fuck, man? So I can tie this into dad shit. So like my dad, <laughs> my dad, my dad is a huge football fan. Uh, I wouldn't say huge. I take that back. My dad's a, a big fan of football. Uh, and so growing up, or once I started living with him, he watches it every weekend, you know, and on Monday nights and stuff like that. But I was never really into like I if I if I'm if it's like Super Bowl and I'm at a party and where everybody's watching it, I can get into it just because I'm like, you know, I'm forcing myself to watch it. But I won't go out of my way to watch football. Uh, and it's something I wish I was into so that I could have that connection with, you know, my dad um, and other men in general. Right. Uh, so once I found mixed martial arts or MMA, specifically UFC, it was something that I was, and I had all, I was always very envious of like dudes that know like football stats and like talk football and you talk sports like that because it's like, it's, I, I find that interesting that they are so enveloped in something like, you know, with so many teams and all these things that they can remember like these statistics and these years. So once I found uh, the UFC and stuff like that and, and was genuinely interested, I it was I understand now how people can be like that with sports because it's so easy for me to care about it because 
but I also do love, like, I don't, if I'm going to be like, just like with anything else that I find myself interested in, if, if there's something that I'm putting my time into, I don't like the feeling of being, um, shitty at it or or not un- understanding it to its fullest degree so like with ufc i've just soaked up as much information as i could so that every it, it just even even shitty cards or stuff that isn't a pay-per-view is interesting to me because i understand the rankings and like how people have you know where people are moving up and stuff like that and you know it allows me to have like that one thing and my dad likes watching the ufc too not to the degree that he likes uh football but it's something that i can watch with him uh and feel somewhat knowledgeable about all right i got a question for you what are your thoughts on the uh mayweather logan paul fight so i actually you know a lot of people including dana white the ufc president uh have the opinion like why the fuck who the fuck is logan paul uh and why is he fighting uh floyd mayweather but in my opinion logan paul is one of the most successful losers i've ever seen in my life <laughs> the guy the guy on his first boxing fight you know makes over a few million dollars the first uh fight he does with ksi and it's a draw uh a lot of people thought he'd lost that fight. The second fight, he outright loses. Uh, and the third fight, he's fighting Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> I mean, the guy is a genius when it comes to making money and marketing himself. Uh, do I think that he has any chance of winning? No, absolutely not, obviously. Uh, and I hope that he gets knocked out. That would be amazing to see. Uh, but it's impressive uh, that he is able to get him to sign that dotted line uh even though he has not won a single boxing match today didn't he just knock out nate robinson yeah you're thinking of jake paul that's jake paul his younger brother oh oh i'm i'm sorry they oh now now it would yeah you probably did i i forgot there were two of them (laughs) yes unfortunately (laughs) there is there is two of them is he the uh uh, suicide forest guy logan is the suicide forest guy logan is the suicide forest guy jake is is an idiot in his own right but um, yeah, and it would it would make more sense if Jake was the one fighting Floyd Mayweather because Jake, apart you know, uh, apart from his brother, actually has some boxing potential. He's you know he actually is somewhat skilled. Logan, on the other hand, isn't really that skilled at boxing. He's just a he's bigger than Mayweather, but of course, uh, you know Mayweather's a master at his craft. So he's a master at his craft, but he can't. He's not much of a knockout guy, right? He, he, he against just... high level boxers, and also because of his style, he's not a he has knocked people out. Don't don't get it twisted, right? Right, right. But, but like, people, he's much more but, about just getting points, right? He's no. What he's much what more about, about is is hitting and not being hit. Yeah, uh, which attributes to his longevity in the sport. And I can understand fighting that way or having that game plan when you're fighting like top tier world-class talent but if you're floyd mayweather fighting some fucking kid that doesn't know anything about boxing if you're ever gonna make a show and knock somebody out it would probably be the easiest way and i'm sure that he has power enough to knock logan paul out logan paul's chin is not that good uh and floyd mayweather i'm sure can throw a hard punch uh, so you know true i'm not i'm not knocking his ability to punch but like i've just heard <laughs> yeah i've just heard from like yeah 
people who are into boxing that he has kind of weaker hands because he's oh i'm sure I'm sh- well yeah i'm sure that it it compared to uh lomachenko or some of the other top tier uh, boxers pacquiao even pacquiao isn't necessarily known as a knockout artist but like you know there are you know somebody like uh, anthony joshua or um uh, Tyson Fury, not Tyson Fury. Who did Tyson Fury fight? Uh, um, Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder. Tyson Fury these is are, awesome. These, Tyson Fury is amazing. I these will be a forever that, fan that, of his for his that are that are thingy. known for their power and their and their ability to knock people out. Floyd Mayweather against those other people isn't known as a knockout artist, but he does have knockouts on. Where his is Tyson Fury from? England. He's yeah, or the like UK, Manchester somewhere. Oh, okay. I was wondering if he and McGregor had similar backgrounds. Mm, other than being from the EU. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. But yeah, anything's fight anything fighting, anything I love it. I'm starting to get more into boxing now just because one sport isn't enough and um, <laughs> it's never although enough, it's like... not although it's not as interesting as, as mixed martial arts, it's definitely more cerebral and, and a little bit of a different speed, you know. To, to call back to one of our earlier episodes, it was rated by some ESPN survey as the most skillful sport. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. That's really interesting. Um, it's just, was it skillful or like the most athletic it, sport? It, had a com- it was a combination of factors, but it was, I think the ultimate conclusion was boxing requires more skill than any other sport, along with intelligence and strength and yeah. agility. That's really agility interesting. And- I think. I think that like boxing is is I think on a face value most people would say that the UFC is a more int- or mixed martial arts are more interesting than boxing but I think when you look at what each is given uh when like for instance the UFC you can use everything except fucking eye gouges headbutts and groin strikes to completely decimate the other person you're going to give a better show but when you consider that you really can only hit a small portion of the body in boxing with your two hands and nothing else, it's crazy how different people, how, how there's so many different styles, as well as how there's such a wide range of, of different looking boxing and how complicated it is, even yeah. though that you're only using two hands in a square that's, you know, yay big. It's so completely technical um, and, and and you know scientific in a way that that's what I think it's it's really interesting. Yeah, well, I, I think I think I know for me because I like I like both UFC and boxing is that at the highest level, boxing is incredible, but if you go a step or two down, like mid level UFC is way more entertaining than mid level boxing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is like you can watch a, a UFC card and the prelim, the pro, most times the pre- prelim fights are going to be more interesting than the main card. Whereas with boxing, you're really only tuning in for that main event, that one singular fight that's the rest of the card is formed around. And then the undercard tends to not be anything that you're really interested in seeing, which is yeah. why like, it's it's crazy how and i'm just a nerd for this type of shit but it's crazy how the the vast difference in in the top tier of both the ufc and boxing how their pace scales are so drastic (laughs) whereas like you know floyd mayweather can make something like 250 million dollars for one night of work whereas the top 
earner in the UFC would be Conor McGregor, who makes something like five or six or maybe ten million. Like if he, after everything's done with pay per view sales, uh, but but also the discrepancy between what the larger discrepancy is between the top tier boxers at the top of the card and the the boxer that starts the fight out that's where the discrepancy is because that person is making almost nothing and most of them are making almost nothing up until that main event fight whereas the ufc you have people who are making millions of dollars but you, you the rest of them are earning a living you know at the very least whereas pro boxers you're not making money until you're a champion which is crazy yeah yeah, it's it's harder to be a professional boxer than a or a working boxer than a working UFC fighter. Correct. Yeah, yeah. which I think is why there's so much interesting and, and good talent in the UFC is because you have people who are seeing it as a career path, and then because it's been around for so long, you literally have kids who start doing MMA classes when they're five and then grow up with it their whole life and then become professional fighters. And that's why you see people who are just insanely talented. Yeah. But yeah, is that it? I think that's it. <laughs> uh, we do a ceremonial taco after the meeting. If you are down. Don't lie. Ceremonial it's never taco? one taco. It's never one taco. Unless I you th- get the taco divide. Yeah. Do you have tacos that I can eat? No, we're, we are Which, going where are we to going? a taco truck. I assume just the one by your house, unless you want to go to the other place, I can grab some cash. If you've never been Doesn't to the taco truck, Blake, you're in for a treat. Uh, it's like 7.42. Yeah, I don't think I'm, I don't want to make the trek down to the west side. <laughs> you don't have to. Not an obligation, just an offer. You gotta let me know next time. He just did. That was Jack's fault. For Beforehand. Oh, my bad. It should have been in the email. Zach, come pick me <laughs> up and take me to Taco Land. All right, well, which one are we going to? Do I need cash? I don't, I don't care. What it, let Chuck decide. Chuck's been pretty happy with the, the uh, okay, brisket. Okay, no, 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 no. Right, this I is not Chuck you is trying okay. to manipulate what Chuck wants or what you want, okay? Hey, this is this is Chuck's decision, anything. okay? You have not isn't, seen anything on manipulation. This isn't okay, the family so dynamics. Listen, yeah. on another note, so this Saturday, Jack, you're in? Yeah, man. Okay, uh, Anthony, I'm getting. I just got tested uh, on Monday, and I'll know the results tomorrow. Will it change your opinion if, if I, if I'm clean? It would make you feel better, and you'll come. It would make me feel better, but I probably still wouldn't come. All right, I miss yeah, you. I have that terrible sometimes. I miss. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. I know. I, I miss, miss everybody. <laughs> I miss you terribly, my friend. I I miss I miss all y'all. It's uh. Yeah, we'll try next 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 weekend. Next I'll weekend. keep trying. Yeah, I can't imagine it's gonna go all the way through, like June. Year. But yeah, yeah, because look at it this way, you know, we've all been hanging out pretty frequently while you have been in quarantine, unfortunately, uh, yes. and none of us have gotten sick, my friend. So yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. It's kind of a mini bubble. It is, you know. Because we're such losers that we don't <laughs> see anybody else. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. This is a fact. All right. Thanks Zach, for having me on. Come take me to yeah, for sure. That was, yeah, a, that Blake, was a good thank time. Thank you so much for coming out. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Happy to do it again. Yeah. For sure. For sure. We'll have you on again. Yeah. Maybe uh, next time we can get you to do some tricks with your. Oh, can you bring the mic do? back on Saturday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> had to get that recorded yeah bring the mic back all right all right so i'm ending recording so say whatever you need to say now goodbye Swage, aim for cats Thank you, listeners, once again, for listening to another episode of Wet Dad Podcast. If you want more entertainment or questionable entertainment, as we like to call it, please check out our Patreon. Please give us money so we can buy more stuff for this podcast to bring you more questionable entertainment. Please also check out our email at wetdadpodcast at gmail.com. Please check out our Instagram, where we post all the wonderful, wonderful content that we have of Zach and his selfies uh, at Wet Dad Podcast. Uh, what Dad Podcast is brought to you by Unwritten Content, which provides content marketing and copy editing. I help people and businesses who are experts in their field express their knowledge in a way that is entertaining and informative. What Dad Podcast is also brought to you by Keep Left Recovery, a sober coach and sober companion and counseling service located on the west side of LA. Keep Left Recovery specializes in helping young people embrace recovery and helps them tell the stories they did not know they had inside. Helps you assuage through life.